0: The 630Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630Chad.
1: Talk of trouble is sent through the country And we need an army to fight for the right Young men enlist and are sent to the battle To fight the offender And help us
2: 39. that's Roland Maggio, a local artist. That was his song called Soldiers Cry. If you check it out, just Google it on YouTube. Um, There's all sorts of different versions. People have put all sorts of different video productions to it. But the whole song is absolutely beautiful. And it was interesting. My nephew back in Sault Ste. Marie a few years back saying their, their class saying that at a Remembrance no Day service. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah, it was really, really neat. So, so the question today
0: is who are you remembering? Right. It uh, What has become a tradition here at the 630 Chat Afternoon News, we take this day uh, to ask you that question, to share your stories, your thoughts uh, by text 630-630 or by phone 496-0063 over to our texting line. Mm-hmm. Uh, remembering my papa, Dennis Watson, British S. <laughs> if you've seen a bridge too far, they make mention of a private Watson, the one and the same. And uh, this, we were talking about how my mom's uh, memories of uh, being bombed in London, mm. uh, that she tells funny stories. Uh, this texture says, a great Canadian military book is laughing in the face of danger. It is. Short stories about the humorous things that happened at a terrible time.
2: My pal Cliff Power is in there.
0: Oh, yeah? Yeah,
2: Cliff passed away a couple of years
0: ago. And this, I remember my grandparents who were farmers during World War II in Holland. They were active in the underground, moving Jews and foreign soldiers to England. I just want to say a big thank you to all those who served and are serving that from Marfus.
2: A couple more. My dad hit a church. My dad almost hit a church steeple, all flying a bomber back from France on a, on a level mission on a foggy day. <laughs> and then this one, thinking of my pa, who was a dispatch rider on old BSA motorcycle in World War II. Also my son, who's with the 410 Cougars at a cold lake, they're down in New Orleans right now. The 410 Cougars, that's who I was lucky to fly the F 18 with in 2002. Nice, ooh, ooh, lots of fun. Shirley, the bus driver, called back. Hi, Shirley. Good afternoon. Who are you Before remembering? Before I give my
3: oh. story, okay, hello.
4: hello,
2: hello, hello, hi. Before
3: I give my story, I have a group of children that would like to say something. Okay, Go
4: ahead.
3: <laughs> did you get that? <laughs>
2: No, I didn't hear what they said. Okay,
3: just a sec. Do it again. We <laughs> remember You get it?
2: <laughs> uh, you might want to just tell us, Shirley, what they're saying. They said, we will remember
3: oh, them. Oh, thank you. Okay, uh, nice. now that very makes nice. sense. Yes, yes, thank you that's very much. my children on my bus. Now, <laughs> my my remembrance is my stepfather. Um, he came back from the war from France with Sharpenel in his legs and he married my mom in 1962, actually. But he suffered three wars. The (laughs) Second World War, where he came back alive. The second war was with alcoholism, due to what he suffered, Mm -hmm. what he saw over in France, the atrocities and that that he saw and the night dreams that he had. And his third war was with cancer, which I'm sorry to say he missed. He Mm. did not win. What was your stepfather's name, Shirley? Alex Alex Alexander Hopkins.
2: Alexander Hopkins.
3: Yes, he was from Ontario. Okay. Uh, he was a he was a good man. When he became sober, he was one of the best.
2: Well, tomorrow we'll also remember Alexander Hopkins. Shirley, thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> Shirley sharing the story today. Tim's on the phone. Hi, Tim,
5: what's your story? Hi. Um, I, I just I'd like to remember my my dad. <laughs> my uncles that served, and uh, my grandfather who served in World War One, but an interesting thing that happened to me, we were down in Ontario um, in the late 90s, and we were visiting my daughter and her family, and our first granddaughter, and they took us into Ottawa, and we went to the Parliament Buildings, and we went up into the Peace Tower, and in the peace tower is a great big book with all the names of all the soldiers who have been killed in action um, so I, it's in a glass cabinet and I, I read through what i could see and then when we left ottawa and we got back into edmonton uh when we picked up our car at the at the, the uh, park and fly place they gave us a free newspaper, and I was—I just happened to be glancing through it. And on the front page, I think it was in one of the sections, there was a picture of a man at his son's uh, graveside, In uh, he had just been buried in Ontario, in Ottawa. And I read the article, and it turns out the the young man who had been killed overseas in in Afghanistan was—he had worked for me,
4: mm.
5: and the funeral was it would have been right about the same time when his dad was looking so so sad over his son's grave uh, in in the, the cemetery in Ottawa and it would have been about the same time that I was up in the peace tower wow. reading that book
4: wow.
5: hmm. and uh, yeah he he was only gosh might have been early 30s and he was was killed uh, in Afghanistan. And yeah, just a tough, tough time.
0: Yeah.
2: Tim, thank you for sharing your story. Appreciate it.
5: Uh, Yeah, we got it. We got it. I have a son serving in the the Marine Corps in the States, or a son-in-law, pardon me, in the States right now. And uh, yeah, we we have to always thank these guys for, for what they give us.
0: You
2: Absolutely. Thank you for your phone call.
0: On the line now, we have uh, Bill. Bill, hey, uh, who are you remembering tomorrow? I had uh, my, uh,
5: my uncle, my dad's brother was killed in the uh, Second World War. And uh, he has a paper here that I had my dad gave me. <laughs> and basically, if I can read it, it says, Cas- Casualty details. Name, Hanson, Eric Selkow. Nationality, Canadian. Rank, private. Regiment, Canadian Scottish. Unit, 1st Division. Age, 26. Mm-hmm. Date of death, 9th of February, 1945. Mm-hmm. Casualty type. Now, for casualty type, they would just put Commonwealth War Dead. And then it has, you know, his he's buried at uh, Grosbeak in, mm-hmm. in Holland, the Canadian War Cemetery, and that gives the number... And my dad used to always say that, uh, you know, his, his mom sent her son to war, and this paper was didn't we think she got back? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks. Thank
4: Thanks, you. Dale.
2: Thank you for sharing. An emotional day, and it's and it's okay. Mm-hmm. And it is okay. Hi, Patrick. Who are you remembering?
5: Well, I remember my father every Remembrance Day. I am glad to say he's still with us. He's 92 years old. He's got another battle. He's fighting cancer. Mm-hmm. He lives in Claremont, up by Grand Prairie. And uh, I, uh, I, I, I would just urge everybody, no matter how small they, the the gesture be, to support the the veterans and to support the soldiers of our, our current forces um, like a, maybe a pay forward copy and whatever they they really feel the impact of mm-hmm. that uh, i this uh last weekend the i met the force uh, the base commander in wainwright uh, colonel scott uh attending a supper that the legion put on for the veterans <laughs> and i was honored to be asked to entertain them. I'm, I'm a part-time musician entertainer, and uh, uh, it, was, it was amazing to watch uh, Colonel Scott take time to see every veteran, and you could tell that the, the veterans were there in, in full regalia, and they, they were just so appreciative of being recognized. So I would urge
2: everybody, you know, small gestures go a long way. Absolutely, You're absolutely, Patrick. Right. Thank you so much for that. It's 3:48. We need to take a quick break. Ken,
0: oh, this uh, afternoon, uh, what has become an annual tradition here on the 6:30 Chit afternoon news, we're asking you, our listeners, to share with us who you will be remembering uh, this uh, Remembrance Day tomorrow, November 11th. We have Ken on the phone. Wants to share a story. Hey, Ken. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm good, good my friend. What, who will you? Who will you be remembering tomorrow?
5: Well, he's my opa. Only met the man about four times because um, he um, didn't live close by, and uh, we only went to visit him over the, over the pond a few times. He lost his eye in the uh, Second World War, a war he did not want any part of. Mm. He was part of the German army,
4: mm.
5: and uh, yeah, tried to just asked him a couple times on it and he'd just get this look in his eye and his, you could just see the, the pain in his eyes that he fought a war he didn't want no part of yeah. and he lost his eye doing it. Sorry about it. It's okay,
2: sorry. Ken. Do you remember, can you tell us his name?
5: Franz Butner. Franz Butner. Okay. Yeah, he's a great man. Well, they met him a few times, but, but like I say, it just goes to show that, uh, Just because they're German doesn't mean they're bad either.
2: Absolutely, Ken. Thank you for sharing.
5: Have a good day. Thank you
2: very much. Hi,
1: Bev. Who are you remembering? Um, My uncle, Peter Seaman. He served from 1939 to 1945. He enlisted. He was 34 years old. They were a very poor family in Lethbridge. There were 11. But he felt that this country had given his parents a second chance to escape what was going on you know over there in poverty and so he signed up and he was the RC, in the rca and uh this is a lovely little story because he said he served in england and in the italian campaigns uh-huh. which sicily and yep. rome and at christmas eve they were fighting at rome and he said, they all put down at midnight, they all put down their weapons, they got out of the trenches, they walked across, they met each other, the Germans and those fighting on the other side. They hugged, they shed some tears, <laughs> they remembered, and he said what really impressed him was that they were all the same. They were all missing their families and their mums and the Christmas dinner. And then he said, they they went back to the trenches and resumed yeah. and but for both of you um, he had this wonderful saying he said tears that's when your heart makes your eyes glisten <laughs> and then the other was his the younger brother the last one the baby which was my father Andrew and he was stationed with the RCMP in North Battleford through the war and that was where, outside of town, where the British pilots were t- trained. Mm-hmm. And they were transferred to bigger after the war and then came back and there was no housing. So we moved into the barracks that the British had used. And these were these long <laughs> rows. And there were two little rooms and a little kitchen. And down the hall was the bathrooms, community bathrooms and community wash-ups. Um, But it was just an incredible experience. And for the people who are talking about the cancer, I've done a lot of work with cancer and have had a lot of personal deaths with cancer. But um, I remember sitting at the cross with somebody and thinking that there are two kinds of pain in this world, necessary and unnecessary. Necessary, natural disaster, and disease unnecessary what we do to each other.
2: Bev, thank you for the phone call this afternoon. Thank you. Very much, Bev, remembering Peter Seaman tomorrow. Um, We're running out of time here before the 4 o'clock news. I'm hopeful we we still have other calls uh, that we want to get to, and I'm hoping that Ken and Karen either might hold on for a little bit or call back um, coming up. We do want to continue this conversation uh, on the drive home on who you are remembering today, maybe every day, but especially tomorrow on Remembrance Day. We'll take a break here for the 4 o'clock news with Brenton Dreger more after that.
0: The 630 Ched Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Ched.